0: Welcome to the Writer's Showcase Podcast. I'm Phil Nasons and I'm the host of this radio program brought to you by the authors and you, the listening public. You won't hear any commercials or advertisements because this podcast is funded by the writers who appear here on this show and also by you, the listening audience. If you would like to be a guest on the show or would like to support the work being done, please contact me at thewritershow.wordpress.com and I'll be in touch with you real soon. Tonight I'll be joined by author Kerry Donovan and we'll be talking about his DCI Casebook series of novels including his latest called DCI Casebook, Ellis Flynn. Please welcome to the showcase author Kerry Donovan. Kerry, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Phil. I'm fine. Great to hear you. It's great to hear you. So, who is Kerry Donovan exactly?
1: Ah, uh, that's a ooh, that's a good question. I'm um, I was born in Dublin. I'm an Irishman, and I'm proud of it. I spent a lot of my life, in fact, most of my life, in Britain, which is uh, I'm guessing you can get from the accent. But now I'm uh, I'm I'm living in uh, France. So. <laughs> widely traveled
0: yeah sure I get that I understand that so how do you like living in France
1: fantastic I, I love it it's, um, it's not I'm in Brittany so the, the, the weather isn't fantastic all the time but I just love the, the relaxed atmosphere here and the fact that um, people seem to settle down and just enjoy the life
0: yeah they certainly do that they do yeah it's kind of the,
1: uh, the wine's great
0: of course it is. You know it's kind of antithetical to uh, the American culture because American culture is rip and run, rip and run, right?
1: I'm, get, I'm I gather I've I've been to America once. I spent um, a, a business trip there for a week in um, Flagstaff. So that was desert, high desert okay. near the near the um, near the Grand Canyon. Took a flying trip over the Grand Canyon, but. It's one of my things to do in the future is spend a little bit of time in america
0: yeah it's a rip and run society it's one is getting like that i think too but i think france paris they've uh well kind of uh, avoided that so to speak now do you speak french
1: uh, i'd like to think so but i think the locals view me with um with uh with patient with, with patience yeah, yeah uh, I, I can't I can't have a general
0: conversation here. Ah, uh, but it's, speak English. Uh, they speak English there.
1: Uh, not a lot. I, I'm in a very rural backwater, um, middle of the country. There's, the nearest village is about two miles down the road, and um, very quiet. Uh, some of them do, but a lot of them pretend
0: not to. So
1: I do have to speak French a lot.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I know how that is. I know how that is, being an expat. I, I do, and I, I just speak English anyway. I just don't care. But now you say <laughs> you, live, you live away from the city, pretty much. Is that good for your writing?
1: Oh, it's fantastic. I don't get disturbed at all. I mean, I, most, of my, um, most of my work is done in a quiet little room uh, in the attic, in fact. And uh, Although, in the summer, I do the Hemingway bit, where I go out into the garden with a laptop. But at the moment, I'm looking out over fields and one telegraph pole which is how I'm able to speak to you today
0: all right okay now how long have you been writing Kerry
1: i've been writing um my first book i wrote in 1985 and then in 1986 i burned it because it was on paper
0: um,
1: <laughs> okay yeah i i i had a i had i put it aside and um had another look at it a year later and decided um it was best on the bonfire so basically (laughs) i've been writing forever but i i I, more for myself and writing down little stories um bedtime stories i used to play i used to make up for the kids that sort of thing
0: uh you brought up hemingway he's one of my favorites you know what amazes me most about these authors from days gone by is that they wrote all their books in an ink pen. In a yeah. long hand. What do you think of that, man? Can you imagine writing a book now the way they did?
1: Oh no, no. But my nineteen eighty-five book, I, I, I um it was called Free Man. You'll never find it. It was never um it was never taken anything out. But my wife used to type my longhand notes because she's a fantastic typist. I mean she 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 can type as fast as I can speak as I'm speaking now. So it's almost like, um, those, um, word processors that you speak into, what are they called? Um, speech, um, uh, speech recognition. Yep. But, um, yes, but no, I couldn't imagine doing it that way now. And
0: yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> alone.
0: Yeah, of course it'd be terrible. That'd be <laughs> a lot. Yeah, It'd be terrible. But these word processors that we have laptops are very convenient now. Who were your major literary influences as you were growing up, and who are they now?
1: Um, as I was growing up, I, I was trying to think of this when, you, when, you, um, when we sent the, the sort of the, the crib notes, but I, the, the first book I can really remember, Light in My Fire, that I didn't have to read for school was a compendium of books by Conan Doyle. It was, um, it was the, the complete short story works of um, Sh- um, Sherlock Holmes. Loved it, loved it. In fact, I, I've still got the book now. I, I, it should be in this back in the school library, but somehow I managed to keep hold of it for some reason. Don't tell anybody
0: that one. We won't. Which <laughs> <laughs> you just did. You just told half the world. Ah, ah, right. Ah, yeah. It's I okay tell though. You- I won't tell
1: you what school it's from, though.
0: <laughs> that's okay, no worries there. But so you so were—they get,
1: they get regular—they get regular help from, uh, from people like me uh, as donations, anyway. So I will think a little book—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll get a pass on that one. It so that's fantastic. I, I mean, I still refer to that occasionally when I when I want to look at um, the way speech is written in in from Victorian English. Ah, wonderful.
0: Yeah, Sherlock Holmes, though—is that—is that where you? Uh... Yeah got the love for detective novels
1: um i think it might be i mean i do read constantly um crime fiction um, modern you know the modern authors i like uh, people like baldacci and harlan coburn and uh, michael Connolly's a favorite i think i've got all of his his books his uh, harry bosch books fantastic love all that yeah, and and I do watch too much um, crime on the television as well. You know, your NCIS and your CSI's. So, yeah, I suppose you you could say that's where I got my love. That's
0: why I write fic-
1: crime fiction, when I do.
0: All right, so I'm I'm probably more of a fan of uh, true crime. Oh, All really? right, like Anne Rule.
1: Yeah, I I do um I do watch a lot of the true crime shows, and I, I'm um. One of my uh, heads, or one of my hats, is um, I'm I'm an anatomy and physiology doctor, uh, doctor, a PhD. Uh, so I do a lot of the um, physiology side of things. I I, I know from um, from my from my work or from my studies. So I, I like I like to use that sort of information to to colour my. Uh, the the crime scene part of my work or the, <clears throat> the forensic part of my uh, writing.
0: Sounds really good. Now uh, you have a series of novels or actually you have what, two of them. So far. It, so far, right. You're just getting started yep. and it's called the DCI Jones casebook. So, so I guess let's call it a series. That's what it is, right? Even yeah, though it doesn't yep. say series on the book, but, how did all of this come to be? How did DCI Jones Casebook come to be?
1: Um it sort of evolved from um a story I I started writing. I, I wanted to um I wanted to look at crime from both sides of the fence, if you like, three sides of the fence if you like, the the, the victims, the the criminals as well as the Um, The crime file or the detective and all of my books start off from the perspective of either the uh, victim or the criminal Uh, and then I bring in the detective and, and the detection side of things. Because that's usually what happens, isn't it? You you usually have the crime first, and then the detective comes in later as as the antagonist rather
0: than the protagonist. Right, exactly. Wouldn't make sense any other way, right?
1: Uh, yeah, well, a lot of a lot of the editors I started pitching to early on were saying, "No, you've got to start your book with a hero." I mean, we we need the hero to 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 to, to focus the book on, and, and that's fine. I understand that, uh, and and my. The, the book is titled the DCI Jones case book, or the series is, uh, and it is um, the, the 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 central um, f- plank on which the book is written is f- focused on uh, David Jones' perspective and and how he sees the world, but at the same time it's about the victim for me and how they how their um, trials affect the rest of the story?
0: That's a good answer. I think that's Thank about you. right. But but the thing is for me is that when you put it all together, and, and your goal was to have all these things combined, you have the crime, you have the, the guy who catches the criminal, and you have the victims really? of the crime too. You've combined it really well. And one of the things that I noticed and, and, and I've lived over in Europe now for about 12 years, I've coached a lot of kids from the UK area. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty familiar with slang, jargon, and whatever. Right. Just about everywhere uh, on that co- area of the continent. And, and when I got the book from you, uh, the first thing I thought was probably this is going to be another one of those where I'm going to read it, but I won't understand it because he's written it toward a group of people like England from people from people. Uh, from people or four people from England, or Ireland, or whatever. And you didn't do that. You kept it pretty simple to where anyone worldwide can read this book. And, and I want to congratulate you on that, because that's a difficult task. How difficult was that? Thank you. Um,
1: I, I, I write, I just, <sighs> that's a good question. I, I don't think it was, it didn't appear difficult. I have um, obviously uh, uh, friends who read the book for me, edited and, and commented. And wherever something obviously British, because I mean, I'm writing. My main characters are British in the book. Obviously, D.C.I. Jones was born, uh, born and brought up in Birmingham, so I can't have him talking with an American accent, for example, or, or an Australian idiom. So whenever I do use something that's specifically uh, local or colloquial for him i do ha- do try and make sure that that if it's not obvious, then there's somebody in the scene who's who's asking what the heck you're talking about that 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 sort of thing. So I do try and make sure i mean I have been accused in the past by by people of writing um, science based uh, stories that nobody can understand. And uh, I'm not in the business of writing stuff that nobody can understand. <laughs> so I do, I do try and make it accessible to anybody who who, who can uh, read English, really. And Although it is have. based, it is based on characters that I know and love, and people I've met. So I mean, I, I have to, I have to be, I have to be very careful not to, not to um, make it appear that my characters aren't real.
0: Well, they definitely, if, even if they're not real, you made them come real and you did a great job. Thank you for saying. You're welcome. Now, who is Detective Chief Inspector David Jones?
1: David Jones, in reality, who I see him as, um, uh, a very experienced detective who hasn't let his job turn him bitter and sour. 'Cause he was already bitter and sour. <laughs> no, no, that's not fair. Um he's a mixture of a number of people I've met. Um and he's very empathic. He feels very closely for the people he's trying to help and the people he works with, although he can't always can't always express his feelings. He's very tight knit, very old school. And he's based in part. My wife says half of him, the the, the nasty bits of him, or the bad bits, the, the harsh bits of him, are based on me. Uh, and but physically, he looks a lot like my father.
0: Sounds good. So he yeah, like, he's the hero of the story, right?
1: He's the central um, central pillar on which the story is made, and and a lot most of the book is written from his point of view. Although from time to time i'll i'll get into the heads of the main villains and some of his uh, some of his helpers, um, some of his uh, staff, if you like but he's he's the driving force behind um, without him without him, bad things would have happened to our hero or, or, to our main
0: heroine Holly right. this was a great story by the way. Now, what is your favorite yeah. aspect of the novel that's now released, uh, DCI Casebook, Ellis Flynn.
1: The, my favorite part of it I was know. finishing because it was a struggle. Um, I, I'd like to, before answering that, I'd like to um, explain a little bit about where I got the story from, which it started off <clears throat> as, as um, I don't know, a, a bit of a shock a horror piece about written from the perspective of the captor sorry the captive in this case it's holly holly uh, Holly jardine um and i wrote the first chapter um or or i started writing this a, a short story about what it would be like to wake up captive and it actually appears as chapter four in the book where she's in the camper van or the rv um and two weeks after finishing that short story, um where I won't explain what happened because it doesn't actually appear in the book, the um um that release I'm trying to remember the name of the the um well the girl remember the, the girls in America that were released after or escaped after ten years? Amanda Berry.
0: Remember okay. that
1: case? I think so, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, well um, that story broke as I was writing the piece and I thought, no, 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 I, I, I wanted to change the emphasis of the, of, of the story and broaden it out into more than just the captive and, 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 and that horrible part of the story, and which is why I, I then chose to bring David Jones into the story and open it up into a case book. <clears throat> so so I, i'm guess I, I to answer your original question the, the, the thing that I, I like most about the book entirely is 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 her spirit in it how how she copes with what she, how holly the victim copes with what she's what she has to um deal with without giving anything away too much about the story uh, that and the fact that i i i, I like the I enjoyed the way I'm, I'm, I'm able to bring my old life in, in England and, and use the, that as a backdrop, plus the fact that part of the story takes place just down the road from me in, in Brittany. Hopefully without it appearing like a travelogue.
0: And it didn't do that at right. all. So it was fantastic. Now, your favorite aspect of the book is uh, finishing, you said. Do you find it difficult to finish these books? Because I find it—I've met authors who actually have written the ending and then go backwards.
1: Ah yes, yeah. Well, I, I did that. My first <clears throat> excuse me case the, the, the series, is is being written out of sequence for various reasons. But the first case book hasn't been produced, has been finished, but I haven't published it yet because. I actually started, and the story was originally not going to be a case book. It was, the title of that was called uh, Out of Control. Now I started writing that in um, 1996 and left it after a year because life gets in the way. You know, my, my kids were young and I had to, 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 to work, you know, earn a living for them. And then I went to university when I was in my 40s. <clears throat> so I let that book go to the to the side. And when I got it out of Mothballs a couple of years ago, I decided it's actually pretty good. I enjoyed writing it. But the timing of that meant that, or, or the story, meant that I, I really needed to fill in a background before I could get there. So I've written the casebook out of sequential order and working backwards like that, it's really tricky, as fun. So so the fact that I, I got to Ellis Flynn and managed to actually complete it in, 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 a, in a package that I thought worked pretty well was, was a, a huge, huge um, uh, moment of joy for me.
0: I guess it would be. Now, what three things do you want us to know about the Ellis Flynn part of the series?
1: Ellis Flynn, what three? Um,
0: about this book.
1: Okay, it's 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 the story of of a, a a girl, a kidnapped, a girl who's who's a, who's um, taken off the street, if you like, on her way home from school. Um, and it's also the story of of a veteran detective, Jones, David Jones, who does what he promises himself he won't do he gets emotionally involved uh, and the reason for that is the girls photograph is a very close match to uh, his godchild, his goddaughter they look the same so he can't divorce the two in his, in his head and it, and it makes him um, do things he wouldn't ordinarily do, uh, break the rules for example <laughs> Um, I won't give too much of the story away obviously but he ends up uh, going to France on nothing more than a hunch and that's not like him at all because he's very uh, rules orientated and he has he doesn't like to do things uh, he's not a maverick cop in the in the literary sense of the word and finally um, I, I, I really really liked the way Holly um, reacts to her, to her, uh, to the situations I put her in. I think that'll do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I think you did a great job. Now I ask every writer, Carrie, to uh, give a, give a few tips or some advice? Do you have any advice or tips for the new writer who wants to get published or... Maybe even a veteran writer who is struggling. Uh, what kind of advice do you have for them?
1: Um, There's that old ad, uh, Nike advert. Am I allowed to quote other, other... You know, do it, just do it.
0: Well, they sponsored uh, me for over 20 years, so you can do oh. whatever you wish.
1: Well, <laughs> perhaps I'll contact them. And, uh,
0: um, no, just do it. <laughs> we,
1: you can't write unless you write. Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard. It's not easy. I mean, there's the, the, there's the old... Um, a romantic image of um, of an author tapping away in the garden drinking a glass of wine and Allah uh, I think Hemingway has got this sort of uh, romantic image attached to him uh, but it's hard work I mean I spend I spend hours in front of my keyboard typing and, and I'd, I'd say 80% of what I write is complete rubbish and the other 20% might might be acceptable but um, yeah, just you read a lot as well, and uh, get get. Um, oh yeah, when you finish the first draft, put it away for a bit. Put the story away completely, um, and forget about it. Do something else. I, I, either write another, uh, start writing another book, or take a holiday, or it, it, just leave it for a bit, and then come back fresh. And finally, and something I I, I didn't do until the very last minute with Alice Flynn is printed out and read it on paper it makes a hell of a difference to the reading when you read it when you see it on paper even though i spend most of my time in front of a screen and use a word processor the written word on the pr- or the printed word on the page makes makes a heck of a difference it's it's, it's astonishing how that works in terms of t- picking
0: up typos well done well said thank you very much now um what's next for you
1: um I'm writing. Well, writing, obviously, but um, immediate plans. uh, uh, Apropos what I was just saying about leaving things for a bit, I'm going back to England for a fortnight to see my grandchildren. Um, That'll be fun. (sighs) Lose more sleep there. I'll probably come back with one of their colds,
0: (laughs) uh,
1: and then then I'll uh, go back into my to to reproduce my current work in progress, which is a story, not a case book. I've decided. For some reason, I, I wanted a complete change of pace. And I'm writing a, a psychological horror story, um, central from first person present tense, which is a real change. I've never written like that before. I mean, I, I, I am doing this um, about uh, a Formula 25,000 um, racing driver and he's starts off um, in the cockpit of his race car in the final race of the series he needs one point to win the championship and uh, guarantee his place in a Formula 1 team for next year when something happens and throws all his plans out of the window and that's, a, that's chapter 1 and the other 32 chapters are, relate to how he, what happens next. <laughs> Complete change of pace. And um, I, I had a great fun uh, researching the, the racing driver aspects of things. All
0: right. Okay, that sounds great. Um, Thank you. Well done. I'll tell you. Now, where, where can we find you? Where does the listener find you, Kerry?
1: Me personally or, or the book?
0: Well, you want to find you to find the book.
1: My Facebook page is um, my author page. Sorry, my author name is Kerry J Donovan. So if you go onto Facebook and have a look at look for Kerry J Donovan, you'll you'll see um, all my what's happening. I mean, I I use it as as a blog. I'm obviously on on Twitter as well, and I'm my uh, website is in progress. So I'll be announcing pretty shortly where where you can get a get hold of. Um, get hold of me if you like. Um, can, am I allowed to send uh, to give an email address here?
0: You can give your email, you can give your Twitter, whatever you feel you need to. It's, well, uh, it's your spam filter.
1: Fantastic. Um, Kerry, it's K-E-R-R-Y J-D-O-N-O-V-A-N at yahoo.co.uk So if you wanted to talk to me on uh, on email or go visit my facebook page i'd be happy to speak to you
0: sounds good thanks for being on the showcase good luck carrie
1: brilliant thank you very much for having me phil it's been great talking to you
0: certainly has that was carrie donovan and you can find him in there well i'll have a link to his facebook page in the show notes and we'll also have his twitter handle there and we'll be able to give you all the things that you need to get it done right and find him and pick up this book DCI Jones case book Alice Flynn it's a tremendous read it's a tremendous writing task that he's done he's done a great job if you live in America and you're a little gun shy about reading authors from the UK area because their English is different you won't have any problem with this one this one is straight straight up your alley especially if you love detective books and that's gonna close the show for today Remember now that this is a listener as well as an author-funded show. And if you would like to be a guest at the Writer Showcase podcast, you can contact me from www.theritershow.wordpress.com. And I'll get in touch with you as soon as I can. Until next time, I'm Phil Nasons. Enjoy the reading.